Goal Achievers, I have a very exciting announcement for you. The dates and location have been set for the first ever Miracle Morning Experience live event. That's right. Go to MiracleMorning.com forward slash events to get all the details and to apply for a spot. And when I say apply for a spot, I mean that very sincerely. Uh, We'll have probably 10,000 people plus apply. It is narrowed down or it is limited to 200 individuals. And the reason is this event will be unlike any event in history in that every person there will be working together to literally create history by planning the future of the Miracle Morning movement. So every morning, we'll start by experiencing guided Miracle Morning sessions to deepen and expand your abilities to benefit from the Savers practices, silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, scribing. We'll have world-renowned experts in each of these areas to take your Miracle Morning to a whole new level. And then during the afternoon is where the collaborative part happens. You'll connect and collaborate with hundreds of like-minded Miracle Morning practitioners to brainstorm, plan, and execute the future of the Miracle Morning Movement. How will we continue to change millions of lives one morning at a time? You'll be a part of the future. And then every evening we'll celebrate together. Uh, Not too late, of course. You know, we have to be up early. But uh, everything from helping to guide the vision for the Miracle Morning movie that we're, we're filming right now to initiatives that you literally create right there in the room that I don't even know about, right? They'll be created collectively by the brilliance that uh, comes together this June in the middle of the United States. Uh, Again, go to miraclemorning.com forward slash events for all of the details. And I cannot wait to see you at the Miracle Morning Experience live event. Hey, it's Hal Elrod, and this episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast is being brought to you by FreshBooks, the small business accounting software designed for you. And uh, stay tuned at the end for a really cool offer, and you'll find out how FreshBooks is helping millions of small business owners make everyday accounting easy, fast, and secure. Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast with Hal Elrod. I'm your host, Nick Polkuski, and you're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you take your life to the next level faster than you ever thought possible. In each episode, you will learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals that most haven't. He is the author of the number one best-selling book, The Miracle Morning, a Hall of Fame business achiever, an international keynote speaker, ultra marathon runner, and the founder of VIPSuccessCoaching.com, Mr. Hal Elrod. All right, Achieve Your Goals podcast listeners, welcome back. This is your host, Hal Elrod, and uh, I've got a friend. I brought a friend today, a friend of mine, and you know, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I interview three types of people typically. Uh, number one is my friends that are up to big things, and uh, which is just fun for me because I talk to my friends, and it's, it's, it's an honor because I, I'm blessed to be surrounded with some really cool people, and they're up to big things. They're changing the world, and it's, it's, it's an honor for me to be able to uh, use you know this the podcast, this platform to be able to introduce them to you and and have them add value for you. So it's like a win, win, win for it's neat for me to see you get great value uh, and they get to share their message with you. So that's one type of person is friends. Uh, I also interview folks that typically I, uh, I don't know, but I want to get to know. And then the third type of person is someone that reaches out to me that I've never heard of that I don't know, but they get my attention somehow. They're interesting. They're intriguing. They've got something to share with you that's going to melt your face off. So uh, 
yeah, today's type one. This is my good friend, John Israel, better known as Izzy. We call him Izzy, I-Z-Z-Y. I- so John Izzy Israel. Uh, he's the contributing author of quite a few books, Cutting Edge Sales, which we both actually were contributing authors to years ago, uh, Living College Life in the Front Row by John Vroman. And he was even featured in uh, one of my recent books, The Miracle Morning for Salespeople. So you notice there's some background in sales. He's a Hall of Fame sales achiever. Uh, but now he's coming out with his first book, Skating Through College, How to Pursue Your Passions and Make a Difference Without Sacrificing Your GPA. So if you are a college student or if you know a college student, go to amazon.com and get him that book, Skating Through College. I've been talking to John about this book for like, John, how long? Five years? How, how many years have you been talking about working on this? Like we've been talking about this since Malinchek events. Probably about five years now, yeah. Yeah, so five years he has dedicated his life and his his you know passion to to this book and uh, countless conversations with with people that, uh, you know, to make this really, really valuable for anybody who is, uh, you know, graduating high school or, uh, or they're already in college. Um, now, John, actually, he speaks at colleges, youth events. Um, he inspires students to discover their gifts while pursuing their passions and being a rock star in the classroom. So make them happy, make their parents happy, and make their teachers happy, right? Uh, he lives in Santa Barbara with his wife, Monica, and their 20-month-year-old son, Anderson, who, uh, I, I, John, I've got to share this. Anderson is a supermodel. He, <laughs> uh, he has been in Gap ads, and he is absolutely friggin' adorable. Uh, love that kid. Anderson is amazing. And, and today, John is here. He's going to share with us a little about his story uh, and how he's found a consistent way to pursue his passions in college, after college, and in his current life as an entrepreneur, as a speaker, as an author, and as a dad. And I think that that's just such a great message, right? Anybody listening, how do you find a consistent way to pursue your passions and and get paid for it, right? They say find a way or find out what you love to do, figure that out first, right? And then you figure out how to get paid for it so that you can wake up every day and do work that you love and that, you know, that rewards you financially and gives you a great quality of life. So we're going to dive into all of that. John, you up for that? Does that sound good? Uh, that was awesome. And I, and I really just wish everyone on planet Earth could get that kind of a, an introduction every time you wake up in the morning because you just go after that day amazingly because that was uh, that was great. Dude, yeah, no, you're welcome and thank you. And, and maybe we'll have to do that. The Miracle Morning app is something that has been requested for you know forever, uh, the iPhone app. And uh, we had one initially and then the company went out of business and it's a long story. But anyway, the point is, uh, that's a cool idea uh, <laughs> to be able to, maybe it'll be like a default. You can choose like your wake up alarm and there's like a default me telling you that you're amazing right and then and then you can record your own alarm with your own voice and then you know tell yourself you're amazing so yeah oh there you go i think you got some ideas there i like that idea um all right cool so I want to start here. What what was the story that I, I like? I, I heard this story third party. What was this I heard about you getting arrested for skateboarding on a freeway? I, I got to start there. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, I'm originally from uh, from San Diego, California, and uh, for any of you who know the skateboarding culture, a lot of it really kind of started there, was developed there. There's a lot of industry there. So it's just kind of a big part of the culture. And so I skateboarded as a kid. My brother skateboarded. I looked up to him. And uh, I had this best friend named Jeff. And uh, we used to go skateboarding every day. And uh, when it was summer times, uh, it was just extremely hot where we lived. Because we lived in San Diego, but not like the exciting part, like the palm trees, the beach. It was like (laughs) we we were in uh, an area called East County, which – uh, a little town called Lakeside, which to this day, if I I meet someone from San Diego and I say I'm from San Diego – 
And uh, they're like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from Lakeside. They're like, oh, I'm Ew, sorry. Yeah. You know, like, like, oh, you were poor. Um, yeah. So they're like, anyway, yeah, that's not San Diego, but nice try. <laughs> yeah, that's basically where I grew up. And uh, so my, we, I don't know how we convinced my parents to let us do this. But in the summertime, all of our parents worked. So we still needed something to do. I was 12 years old when this happened. Um, but we used to, we, we somehow convinced our parents to just let us take the bus. It was like a 30 minute bus ride from Lakeside to a, uh, another small area called El Cajon where there's this big mall called Parkway Plaza. And we would, we were just mall rats. We would go there literally every day of the week, Monday through Friday while our parents were working. We would just hang out at the mall. We would annoy people. We'd go skateboarding. And, uh, just this one time it was really funny. My friend Jeff, uh, we were on the bus and he was like, he's like, dude, John, I got this great idea. Huh. Um, which like if a 12 year old boy says he has a great idea, he has a terrible idea. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> like uh, basically he said, he's like, Hey, let's, uh, let's stay on the bus and let's just see how far it goes. Um, so <laughs> I was like, let's do it. So, uh, instead of stopping at the mall, like we, the bus stopped at the mall, we just didn't get off and we just kept going for another, uh, like 30 minutes or so somewhere into San Diego. We have no idea where we were. Uh, eventually they kicked us off because we got to the transit station and uh, we were just 12 year old kids with skateboards somewhere in the middle of San Diego and we just went skateboarding all day by ourselves and we had this amazing day Wow! and uh, kind of fast forward to the end of it we were finishing up at we were at this high school uh, called Grossmont High School it's on the top of this hill kind of really cool view and we kind of realized like hey uh, we got to get back to the mall because Jeff's dad is going to pick us up at five o'clock so um, this is pre-cell phone right so nobody had cell phones we couldn't call anyone uh, and we're like, well, how do we, how do we get hmm. back to the mall? Cause we've been skating for like five hours at this point. You know, we didn't know where we were and we were trying to figure out how to get back there. And, uh, I look at Jeff and I was like, dude, I've got a great idea. And, uh, basically I looked at the bottom <laughs> of this hill and, um, I, at the bottom of this big hill was the freeway. And I was like, Jeff, I remember the exit. My mom always takes to the freeway or, or from the freeway to the mall. So I think if we can get to the freeway, skate along the freeway, we can, um, we can make it. So uh, we hike down this hill. Uh, we find this fence, and uh, there's a hole cut out of it, super sketchy. And right on there was the, was the 8 freeway, which is one of the busiest freeways at this point. It's like 5 p.m., massive traffic. Sure. And uh, we just started skateboarding against traffic on the shoulder of the freeway. And uh, uh, it was really funny because if you can just imagine yourself like sitting in a car, uh, you know, driving 50, 60 miles an hour down a freeway and you see like 12 year old kids skating in your direction. Uh, it's a little terrifying. So people were like honking their horns and, you know, yelling at us and, Get and out we of actually, the road. where are your parents? Yeah. You no, know? we literally treated it like we were in a parade. Like we were just like waving to them, like they we were like <laughs> smiling and, and, uh, it was, it was fun. And then, you know, five seconds later, uh, the police showed up and, and put us in handcuffs and put us in the back of the car. And uh, we were trying to explain, like, oh, we got lost. We're trying to get to the mall. And, and they, just, uh, they, they, tell, they didn't say anything to us. They just put us in the back of the car. They let us sweat it out. And they, they did drive us to the mall. But the entire time, Jeff and I are in the back. We're 12 years old. We're crying. We're freaking Oh, uh, yeah, sure. And uh, the, the worst part of it was basically they got to the mall. We thought they were just going to let us out. Uh, but they kept us in the back of the police car. And, it, you know, I don't know if any of the listeners have, like, been in the back of a police car. I hope you haven't. I, I, you I have, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but like the worst thing was just people walking by and looking at us in the back of this police car, just like, what did these kids do? Um, and, uh, yeah, it was not fun. So our, our friend's dad had to come, come, uh, take us out of the car and, and, uh, he told my dad and I was grounded for like 37 years or something like wow, that. Wow. You and I, it sounds like could share stories of, you know, from ages like 12 to, 
you know, 18, especially like I've multiple times arrested and, you know, not, nothing like major, but it was always like, yeah, I, I stole just my dumb own, stuff, right? just dumb, dumb stuff. stuff. I stole my parents' car. When I was 12, I stole my parents' car. They were out of town. And when I got back home, the policeman was waiting for me. They had figured out that I left and like two in the morning called the call. Yeah, it was great. Dude, I never heard of that story. I love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a few. Um, So uh, we'll, we'll skip, the, we'll save those for another time. Um, But uh, on this, on the note of skateboarding, because I want to get into like your story, story, but, but I know you've had some really bad injuries from skateboarding. Well, tell the listeners, what was your worst skateboarding injury? Yeah, for sure. And then, um, man, there was, there was a, a ton. Um, but skateboarding for me, uh, was really my passion growing up. And so like the, the challenge with that passion is that you can't, but get injured. Like when you're doing something like at an aggressive level. Um, so, uh, gosh, what was that? I was skateboarding in Seattle. Um, I was writing for a company, uh, out of Seattle when I was up in college and uh, they did this really cool thing. They have this private skate park. We got to skate it uh, at like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. We're having this great time. And uh, I was doing this trick. Uh, some of you guys will know it's, it, was a, it was a fakie 270 frontside nose slide. It was on this bench. It was this crazy trick. Anyways, yeah, I, 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 do that, I do that one every day. Yeah, right. Uh, and <laughs> I, I, I hung up my board um, when I was trying it. And I, I just, I basically did a, a, what they call a scorpion, which is like you land on your face and your legs go over your head. Um, and uh, it just, you know, and then I bounced forward like a front flip off of my head instead of my hands. And um, I, I was just like, well, what happened? And then people fall off their skateboard all the time at skate parks, but these, all my friends just like ran around me. They're like, are you okay? That looked really bad. And if that happens, like it was pretty bad. So my chin, basically like, you know, just cut my chin open. I might've had a mild concussion. Uh, the, Funniest part, worst part about it was I had to go to a hospital at like one in the morning in downtown Seattle and uh, I had to try and explain what happened and they're like, wait, you were skateboarding at one or two in the morning? That's how you got this? Like they literally thought I was on drugs. They'd maybe do all these like urine tests, blood tests just to prove I wasn't on, you know, PCP or something like that. Um, (laughs) But anyways, lots of injuries in that sport. But uh, that that was probably the most notable one that I I still have a scar of, I think about when I look in the mirror. Uh, That's why I I can't grow a good beard. Uh, That's so funny. I've got the same scar on my chin. Well, similar scar on my chin. And yeah, my beard grows around it. But uh, I I couldn't grow a good beard anyway. So that's not a good excuse why. But um, I like what you said, though. If a 12-year-old boy says he has a great idea, it means he has a terrible idea. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Although your idea of skateboarding on the freeway, I think, trumped Jeff's idea of riding the bus (laughs) really far. I I was totally the worst influence there. And I think he got more trouble than me. But it's all good. So, uh, yeah. So so let's let's dive into your story a little bit more uh, outside of skateboarding, I'm sure, is part of it. But um, what, uh, you know, you're... like right now, you're doing pretty amazing work, and it's 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 work that for a lot of years it was it was like my life's work, right? Which was speaking at colleges, helping college students that in youth, right? Um, and, and you're doing the same thing. So for me, I know it's 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 I know it's a passion for you as it was for me to be able to help young people, and, and it's being a professional speaker and an author and all that is, is a dream for most people. So I'd love to know your story. Like, what's your what's the journey that that got you you know to to where you are now? Yeah, yeah. Um, great question. Uh, I, I, the probably the most succinct way to put it was, um, you know, we we all, you know, I, that story of like me, you know, getting arrested on the freeway, like that was kind of a continuous story of my early life, you know, twelve to about sixteen, and um, you know, I just kept getting in lots of trouble, and then my uh, my parents kind of gave me an ultimatum. Um, 
after my best friend Jeff actually was sent off to jail because he got caught doing something I wasn't with him, fortunately. Mm. Uh, they, they basically bribed me. They said, hey, if you play sports every year of college, we're going we're gonna to help you pay for a car. Um, and I was severely like wanting to get out of our small town, so I was like, whatever it takes. So uh, I picked the easiest sport to play in high school, which is cross country. I'm like, they'll never kick anyone off that sport. No one wants to do that sport. Um, it, you know, who loves to run? Yeah. And uh, and I did it, and um, you know I played this for it, and I actually proved that you can get kicked off of cross country. Um, <laughs> nice. it's, it's called academic eligibility. And uh, my uh, when I was around sixteen, I, I had a, I was basically getting a one point nine GPA, and um, my coach came up to me in practice, and he had these three uh, pink sheets of paper, and there were deficiency notices, which means you're getting less than a C in a class. And I had three out of three of them out of my six classes. So I remember, I remember everything about it. He comes up to me and he like slaps him on my chest and he's like, what's the deal? And uh, I was like, I don't know, I guess I'm not doing too well in some of those classes. And, and this was, you know, we all have those, those moments that really are, are life defining. And this was one of those moments. And he said, you're better than this. But until you prove it to yourself and to me, you're off the team. Hmm. And uh, I never forgot that. And he wasn't, what I appreciated about it, like thinking about it now, is that he didn't say, you're a dumb kid, you're a bad kid, you're, you know, you're not worth it. He basically said, you are worth it, but you need to prove it. And he kind of challenged me in that regard. And so I, I, uh, I, I really sat with it for basically um, you know, a week because I couldn't go back to practice. And uh, I, I eventually just sucked it up. I went back to every single teacher and uh, I apologized for being a jackass in class and doing you know, what I was doing. And and uh, ultimately, they, it was funny because I found all of these teachers who I thought hated me suddenly became my biggest fan, and they really rooted for me that semester. And I, I moved my GPA up from a, a 1.9 to a 3.4 and uh, never went below that in high school. Um, and being around that group of individuals, you know, that cross-country team, it was actually a lot of the smartest kids in my school, so that kind of by default, uh, I became a smarter kid because of that. Um, and, uh, anyways, I still love skateboarding. I still was pursuing that. And, um, when it came to, uh, you know, going to college, like I, I loved skateboarding. It was a huge part of my life, but I also had enough friends with injuries to realize that if I was going to pursue it professionally, which I did want to do, um, I was also going to, it would be smart to have a backup plan because so many of my friends didn't even graduate high school. And I just saw that I'm like, there's just no, there's no future there. When I had a friend who injured his knee, uh, didn't graduate high school, and suddenly he was working at Jiffy Lube when he was 19, and, and that was his future. And I, I was very fortunate to see that. I'm sad he had to go through that, but it was a really good lesson for me. So it really motivated me uh, in heading off to college um, you know, to do something significant with my life. And so that's, that's, what I, uh, that's what drove me to head off to college and still pursue um, professional skateboarding. Like That was my goal because no one I knew at that point, like in San Diego, in my, in my sphere of influence and all the pro skaters I had known, None of them had a college degree. Most of them didn't graduate high school. And because of that, I was like, you know, I, I want to be that guy. Like, I want to be the guy who gets a degree and goes pro and does it all. Nice. Um, and, you know, easier said than done. But that, that's kind of where, the, where the, the journey in college started. So what was the, as far as going pro, um, the, cause I know your, your, your life veered off in a different direction, your professional life, you, you know, that wasn't something that you, you obviously I know you skateboarded this day, but, but it's not, it's not as a pro. So talk about that. Like what, what was the, what, what was the shift? When did you end up not going pro? Like where was that fork in the road where you made one decision versus the other? Yeah. Oh man, that was a, um, that was a long challenging process, but it really took some clarification. Um, 
it, it, throughout a couple years of, of just going through injuries and whatnot. But, um, you know, I, so I was, I was a, I never became a professional skateboarder, but I was semi-professional, which, uh, basically the difference is, um, professionals get paid to jump off buildings. Uh, uh, semi-professionals do not, um, or, you know, just doing crazy tricks. So I would just, I had companies that would sponsor me. They would give me free skateboards, free shoes, free clothing, basically every month. And it was cool. Um, when you're 18, 19, 20 years old, I mean, there's not much else you want, uh, or need. So that was, you know, that really served me well. And, um, you know, I basically did, I pursued it as aggressively as I could, you know, all through college. And then, you know, got to my, it, it was really funny cause, um, I was basically doing cause I loved skateboarding so much. Yeah. And when you, I had people just giving me free skateboards, I was like, this is awesome. This is great. And then I started working and I started making some, you know, some pretty serious money with a, with my sales job at the time. And I was like, uh, you know what? I, I, I appreciate these, uh, this free product, but I, I kind of want to, I want to actually buy what I would enjoy wearing. So I'm like, I'm making enough money where I can just buy whatever I want. I don't need these sponsors. And, and, uh, I had a series of, uh, injuries one year where I, I, I couldn't go two months without a, a serious ankle sprain. And, uh, it, it was challenging because it would take a month to heal. Then I would have one month of recovery and actually skating well, then I would injure it again. And it was kind of like a football player whose shoulder goes out. Like it just keeps going out. I kind of got to that stage with my skateboarding and you know, it was just holding me back from being able to do other fun, exciting things with my life. So I was like, hey, you know what? I rode this out as far as I can. And I think that's, you know, really an important lesson with, you know, pursuing whatever you want to do. Your passion is just like knowing that you gave it your best. Like there's no part of me that feels like, man, I wish I had pursued that because I did. And now it's like I can be complete with that in my life and I can move on to what's next. So, um, you know, and that's that's what I'm getting to do now. That's such a great lesson for people of right of, of all ages. You learned it and implemented it at a young age. Uh, but is you know is is don't you know what 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 is that that quote um, you know don't die with your music still in you something like that right yeah you know which most people do it's like oh, I always wanted to do blank I always wanted to do blank I always wanted to do blank and and what I love John about you is that you're doing blank <laughs> right <laughs> you you did blank and you're doing blank and you're you know doing blank working on blank so meaning right like you wrote the book you you pursued the career as a college speaker um, yeah and f- you know five years ago we were at a training on how to be a college speaker together you know. Um, and uh, and we were talking about writing books and, and all of that, and, and you did that. You pursued skateboarding, right? All of it, and and you achieved. You know, you're one of the top salespeople in the history of of your company, and you know, I know that very well. So, um, I, w- I want to dive into um, the book a little bit here. The uh, so it's called Skating Through College. <clears throat> um, how to pursue your passions and make a difference without sacrificing your GPA. So, I want to start. I want to ask you kind of a hard question. Uh, and, and, and I've got my own opinions on this, and maybe our listeners do. I'm sure they do too. But do you think college is for everyone? Is it is it the right decision for everyone to go to college? Oh man, um, that that's a great question. Um, you know, do I think that college is for everybody? Um, no, uh, you know, I, I I don't. But I can tell you, and it's interesting because to this day. Um, so my degree is actually is exercise science. You know, my my initial goal. Uh, when I was in college was uh, to become a physical therapist or a chiropractor because, you know, I thought that's what I wanted to do. They made good money and, you know, it was all about the human body. I was used to injuries and I was curious about fixing them. So it was an interesting topic for me. Hmm. Um, And so, you know, after getting my degree four years later, I I literally never use it except for if a friend injures himself, I can give (laughs) him some tips, Uh, you know, like what to do. But, um, you know, beyond that, my degree, physically, the knowledge, uh, you know, really didn't, 
uh, doesn't serve me to this this day. But I will say the experience of going to college, being independent from my family, from my parents, learning to take care of myself, um, you know, it that happened because I went to college. Um, so it's interesting because all of the other components that would really um, that make up the college experience. There's so much more than just being in school. There is, a, you know, how you learn to associate with people, how you learn to develop your own personality. Um, and I know it's not possible for everybody, but man, you know, if if someone can leave home to go to college, that is awesome because then you get to really create your own identity for yourself of who you want to be and who you truly are. And that's what I got to do in college. So. Um, for me, it was super important to go. I, I definitely, I can't say I would be who I am today without going through that experience and all the trials and all the challenges uh, that occurred. Um, but it did serve me, you know, it, for who I am today. And I'm, I'm really grateful that experience. But does everyone need to do it? You know, for how college is costing nowadays, it's hard yeah. for me to say yes to that. Um, yeah. I, I think that there's value in, in additional learning, training. I mean, shoot, I'm still going through programs, reading books. I actually, I think I read more now than I did when I was in college. Um, sad truth, but uh, I think that you should never give up learning, but the formalities of it, if someone can find an opportunity to really plug in to some training or development or mentorship earlier on, that can serve them as well. Um, the only, But I can't say that uh, the flip of that, like, well, don't go to college. If you don't have a plan, you don't have any direction, and, you, you, and you're just going to sit at home, <laughs> then going to college might be a better option because you'll at least be engaged in a process in a community that can really serve you, can learn and develop some relationships that serve you down the road. So um, that's kind of my experience of college, I would say. How, by the way, just for a reference for our listeners, because uh, you, 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 know, you, you sound relatively young, at least to me. Um, how old are you? So everybody listening wonders if you're like a 22-year-old you know, yeah. <laughs> recent college graduate giving this advice. or if you're Right, right, yeah. So uh, I am 32 years old now. So I, I, uh, I just took my wife and our son. Um, I went to Gonzaga University in Washington State. Love my school. Yeah. Uh, we, we just went out for my 10-year reun- nice. reunion a couple months ago. So that was exciting. Exciting. Nice. Good times. What? Yeah. Uh, how, so yeah. See, I didn't graduate college, so there's my. Uh, I don't think college, you know, has to be for everybody, and I think it's. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just think you. Well, here's what I would say. I'll leave it at this. So after you get uh, John's book, Skating Through College, if you're on the fence as to whether or not to even go to college, I recommend reading the book, The Education of Millionaires by Michael Ellsberg. So that's a great book that kind of like weighs the actual financial like ROI and statistics on like, hey, here's what the average college graduate pays. Here's actually what they make from their job and you know does that yeah. look like the equation that you want to be you know faced with at whatever age you're finishing college up so yeah. um so john what were some of the challenges with you know like and for this is for our listeners how do people balance and how did you balance life where if you want to pursue your passion if people want to pursue their passion but they have another job or they're in school or they have a family how did you balance that yeah, um, that's a great question. Uh, it, it reminds me of an experience of of being in college, and um, it was it was actually my sophomore year, and I was really struggling because um, one of my big skateboarding sponsors, it was a shoe company. Uh, they they 
you know, sending me shoes every month and I, I love promoting them. But the team manager who was running the team was really challenged, was suddenly getting challenged with me being a student because one of the, one of the deals is if you're a, you know, if you're an amateur skateboarder or semi-professional, you're committed to giving them a certain amount of photos and video footage of you skateboarding so they can use for promotional items. So it's totally warranted. And being in school so aggressively, it was really, uh, you know, challenging to, to do both. And so, um, he had a conversation where we, basically he was ready to kick me off the team. And, uh, it, it was a really good test for me of my own, you know, my own passion behind this because I really did still want to pursue, you know, skateboarding while I was in school and I wanted to get my degree. So I just, I enrolled him in the possibility. It was, it was, it was actually, I would say one of my first sales jobs. I kind of had to sell him on the idea of why he should continue working with me. And, um, you know, so it was just sharing with him the vision of how it benefited him as well. So I just kind of went straight to it. I was like, well, here's the deal, man. You know, when you think about who our demographic is, you know, our typical demographic is like teenagers, students, kids, but who's buying all the stuff? It's their parents. So the fact that you can have somebody as an example that you're promoting that is going to college and doing something positive with their life, to be able to have that as a promotional tool like for, your, for our market, it's huge. Plus, I'm in a college, man. I mean, everybody around my school is getting to see this. And there's also there's, there's hardly any of our product in the local community, so I can start making connections with all the the, sh- the local shoe stores, the lo- local skate shops to get our product in there. And you know I'm gonna do the best that I can do, but I just need you to know that that I really want to do this and I want to do it with you. And mm, uh, he was like, "All right, we'll give you a shot." And and it was great because I did exactly that. I basically you know started calling all the local skate shops and getting the product that I was writing for like into the stores. And, um, you know, it allowed me to have that support. So I think kind of the, um, the lesson inside of that is that around whatever it is that you're pursuing, whether, you know, it's your passion or you're going to school, that you just have people around you that are really clear about why you're doing it so that they're not going to keep questioning and challenging you. Because inevitably, when you're doing something significant, you will have some challenges. And people who love you, who are a part of your life, will, will they, they want to just make you feel good. They want to make you happy. So if you're going to experience challenges and struggles, they're going to tell you, well, just give it up. Don't worry about it. Don't do it. And, and then it's easy to give up. But if they're enrolled and excited about what you're up to and what you're doing, then they're going to promote you. They're going to support you. And actually out of that, I was able to talk to the local school newspaper and, I, and they actually wrote an article about me. They showed some photos of me skateboarding around campus. And, and I was able to send that to my sponsors and say, hey, check it out. Here's what's going on in the local community. And they were just totally excited to see that. So I think really, you know, it, to, to manage a, a crazy, crazy schedule doing so many things, there's just you really got to be clear about what it is that you're doing and communicating that with people uh, who are going to really support you in that vision because that I mean that's otherwise it's just going to fall apart by the wayside. I love that. I love your creativity, your drive, you finding a way, and and I really want to go <clears throat> as far as the book goes. Um, it, to me, you have so much to share for uh, anyone of any age, right? But but especially like what you're sharing and what you've done and the story that you've lived. Um, and finding a way to, to do everything that any college student wants to do, make great money, pursue their passion, right? Do well in school, uh, all of that. I, I couldn't imagine, a, a you know, there's, I'm sure maybe there's somebody, but I can't imagine a better person to be able to put those lessons into a book 
for college students. So um, I think I know why you wrote the book, but if you want to share a little about why you wrote the book, but more importantly, um, what's this book going to do for uh, for anybody listening that has a college student in their life, or we have a lot of college students, uh, you know, that still that listen to the podcast? Uh, why did you write the book, and what what can they expect to get out of this book? Yeah, um, great question. So the the reason I wrote this book, and and uh, part of me, and I know how you've said this. Um, but I, I believe everyone should write a book. Um, everyone has a story to share. And for me, you know, experiencing pretty major transformation, uh, you know, as a college student. And it really only came from just fully engaging in the process. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't mention this when we talked about, you know, when you asked me if college was worth it or not. Or not. But, you know, one of the biggest things that I, I say, it's like in the second or third chapter, when it's, it's titled The Purpose of College. It's really simple, you know, and if you ask teachers and professors, like, what is the purpose of college? And you ask a college student, like, what's the purpose of college? Like, why are you going? You will get very different answers. And so, you know, teachers, for example, will tell you, like, well, well we, the purpose of college is for students to learn how to learn, to develop civic duty, to do, uh, to, to be better contributors to society. To be cogs and in the I wheel. Don't think I, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't imagine like that's that's literally those are stats. It's in the book. You know, I did some research on it. That's what teachers say. That's what they believe. And if you ask a college student, I, I don't know what percent of college students would say that's why they go to college, like to be a better citizen, right? Like that doesn't exist. We want to go there to party, to learn, to have fun, to leave our parents. Like that's that's why. Yeah. But here's my belief about the purpose of college, and it's it's one word, right? Equip. The purpose of college is to equip people to be successful in their next stage of life. Like that's it. Because if you're there and you're just the exact same person, like this is a huge error that most people do in going to college is they go to college and they're the exact, they bring high school with them to college. You know, they make the same decisions. They have the same conversations, the same friendships. They don't challenge themselves. They don't grow. They don't change. So the purpose of college and life's not going to be like that. Life's not stagnant. It's, it's constantly changing and evolving. So by putting yourself in that position, what's happening is it's an opportunity to really equip yourself and develop the skills to really be successful later in life, whatever that happens to look like. And it, not just the books you read and the major that you're studying. It's really, it's committing to the process and completing it. You know, that's one of the big, big challenges is just finishing college. And not everyone needs to finish college, but there's something to that, especially if someone wants to go the traditional route of getting a job. One of the things that, that companies look at is like, you know, did they finish? Did they graduate purely for the sake of like, are, is this someone who finishes what they start? You know, yeah, and, and and so when it comes to college, like in the book, it's really what the purpose of the book because there were so many times for me in my life, like as a student, that I wanted to give up. That I was just like, this is too hard. This is too expensive. Mm. I, I don't know if I could do this. Why am I even doing this? But for me, it was really just having made that initial commitment. Like I'm going to finish this no matter what. And you just figure a way out. Like there was a time when I, you know. I didn't have the money to pay for school, but I was so committed to it that I just started asking around, you know, sharing my ideas with friends. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do this get through next year. And then one of my friends was connected with one of the RAs who ran the dorm and, and they talked to me about being an RA the next year. Nice. And so I applied and I went out and I, I became an RA and they paid eight grand for all of my housing, all my meals. 
And it just, it allowed me to make it through the next process. So, you know, again, does college, is it necessary for everybody? No, but like there's so many things if you commit to it that you're going to learn about yourself that you can grow from. So the book is really, it's like a support tool for someone who's making that decision and commitment themselves mm. because it is freaking hard. There's so much stuff that happens that the, the school cannot teach you because that's not what the school is there for. It's really a platform for you to like experience life and when it, and as far as like the purpose of the book, it's just sharing kind of my story of like, man, it's hard. I get it. Here's what I went through. I understand what you're going through. And, you know, here's some things that I learned that helped me get through that process. And I'm so grateful for that because now, again, that's a stage of my life I don't think about. You know, I'm not worried about, man, I wish I got my degree or anything like that. I'm like, cool, I got that. I'm glad I did it. And now let's move on to the next thing, which is, you know, the next stage of my life. So the book, that's really the purpose of it. It's to share my story, to connect with people, to help them understand that they're not alone as they go through the challenge of being a student and pursuing their passions. And uh, yeah, I think what was cool about the book was I interviewed some amazing students who really do significant things, not skateboarding, but it was one girl who's a professional musician who goes to UCLA and she shared with me the stories of how she manages her school schedule while being a professional musician. And I was like, man, this is such a valuable story to share. So the book has really got other stories of students who've done significant things with their life. Um, and similar to, you know, kind of what I did, but they have a story that, that is relatable to what a lot of the audience is going through. So it's also good for parents to just get a, 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 a real perspective of like, wow, this is what my son or daughter is going through right now or will be going through. So they can be there to support them if, if they have those challenges. That's fantastic, man. That uh, Such a valuable book. Uh, I, I will be ordering a copy today and putting it on the shelf for my children who are, you know, about a decade or so away from going to college. But uh, It'll be a hologram is, book by then, so we'll, we'll have the holograms ready. That's uh, true. We're working on that. The, the, version the, those will just be souvenirs that, that, they'll, that they'll, you know, hang on to and go, this is when books were made out of paper, sweetheart. <laughs> right. um, cool man so hey so uh, let, let's wrap up with uh, where can people get the book and, and where can people go to stay in touch with you yeah for sure man so uh, the book is available on Amazon you can go there um, you can buy it for your Kindle as well um, uh, and also you can go to my website skatingthroughcollege.com uh, spelled exactly as it sounds skatingthroughcollege.com and uh, yeah check it out and if you know um, if anyone has uh, and I, actually I would love um, you know, actual feedback and stories from some of the people who maybe are in college that have, have really pursued something significant themselves and the stories that they've got. Because, you know, the, really the mission of the book is to, is to continue to grow and serve that community of people. And the best way to serve the world is by sharing our stories. And uh, it's going to be a good platform to do that. So go to the website, stay in touch with me, order the book, uh, join the email list, and, and we'll stay in touch. Fantastic. The book, Everyone is Skating Through College, How to Pursue Your Passions and Make a Difference Without Sacrificing Your GPA. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. You can stay in touch with John at skatingthroughcollege.com. John Izzy Israel, I love you, buddy. Great, great to have you on the show. Awesome. Thanks, Al. Yeah. And Achieve Your Goals listeners, you know I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. And I will talk to you next week. Take care. As I mentioned this episode, is brought to you by FreshBooks, the small business accounting software that is designed for you. And when it comes to FreshBooks, you know, they started out with invoicing and that's kind of what they're known for. But FreshBooks has so many features now to help keep you organized and streamline the business side of being an entrepreneur, a business owner, uh, from expense tracking where you can track your expenses and it really makes it ridiculously simple. You know, more boxes full of receipts. Their mobile app actually lets you take pictures of your receipts and FreshBooks 
organizes them for later. It can create an expense report for you. Also make claiming expenses at tax time a breeze. Uh, cash flow tracking, they offer all the little details about cash flow are kept in one place. So FreshBooks knows exactly what invoices you've sent, which uh, people you sent them to, when you sent them, who's paid you, and who owes you what. And FreshBooks will also handle your time tracking. So when it comes to uh, create that invoice, it's the time for the invoice, you'll know what you did and when you did it. And the most important thing for everyone listening is that getting started on FreshBooks is extremely simple. Even if you're not a numbers person, actually, especially if you're not a numbers person, just go to freshbooks.com forward slash achieve your goals and put in the code achieve your goals in the how did you hear about us section and you'll get a month of unrestricted use for all of our listeners totally free right now you don't even need a credit card for the trial so again just go to freshbooks.com forward slash achieve your goals and enter achieve your goals in the how did you hear about us section and you will be glad you did appreciate you and i will talk to you next week take care And thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. So now we want to know what were your big takeaways from this interview with John. Simply head on over to hellora.com slash 123 for episode number 123 and leave a comment there on the show notes page uh, letting us know what your big takeaways were. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by going to hellora.com slash iTunes, clicking the little subscribe button, and then if you would, please leave a rating and review because rating and reviews truly are the best way for you to show your appreciation for the show because they help more people find out about the podcast and decide if this is the one for them. Well, all right, now it's time for you to go out there, take action, and achieve your goals. If you're looking to grow your business using podcasting, but don't have the time to edit the audio, insert the intro and outro, write up the show notes, post the episode to all the different sites, and do all of the ridiculous back-end work that's required, then you need yourpodcastguru.com, where you bring the content and we take care of the rest. We'll even co-host the show for you. Visit yourpodcastguru.com right now to explode your audience and crush it in the podcasting world.